20 to 8, and uh, we are going into a story that we have covered before. But when we covered it, they were originally starting the run. Ryan Sands is an athlete and ultra trail runner, and his running partner is Reina Griesel. Now, the two of them set their sights on circumnavigating Lesotho's border of around 1,100 kilometers. So all the way around, they circumnavigated. When you read of how it went, I must say I'm not sure that this is something that I could do. Nevertheless, we've got Ryan Sands on the line. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us. Good to be chatting again. <laughs> Ryan, I um, looked at what you wrote about the process and it sounded like it was far tougher than you guys expected. Tell us uh, what you did and what happened? Yes, so when we yeah, chatted last time, we were about to head off on our circumnavigation of Lesotho. So wanted to run around the entire border, starting and finishing at Tele Bridge border, border Post. Um, and yeah, we picked a, what we thought was a good weather window period. It was generally kind of April is one of the better times to to kind of be in the Sutu and the, the high mountains. But um, yeah, I think it hasn't stopped raining in the Sutu since December. And so it was extremely wet. I think out of the 16 days, it rained 13 of the days. Um, we had, had snow, kind of strong winds. It was, it was really cold. So Conditions were a lot tougher than what we what we planned or what we uh, thought they would be. Um, so much so that um, actually, on one of the days we actually had to backtrack and come off the high mountains and drop down and kind of wait out the weather for a day before going back up. So yeah, there were there were lots of challenges along the way. But I think with any adventure or any expedition, um, that's all, all part of it. Ryan, we're going to go to a break, but when we come back, um, I read something, I think it was either Reno or yourself, who wrote that there were some nights when we didn't even think we would make it through. So uh, I'd like to hear what that was about, uh, but we'll do that right after the break. At SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. Jumped the gun there. You're with JSB on a Saturday. And we are talking to Ryan Sands, who's an athlete and ultra trail runner. And together with his running partner, Rena Griesel, they circumnavigated Lesotho's 1,100-kilometer 1, trail run and uh, border of 1,100 kilometers. It sounds, as we've heard, like it was very tough, raining uh, and extremely cold. And it took them uh, past the Drakensberg, it took them past many areas of the country, the length of the Drakensberg mountain range and some of Lesotho's peaks as well. Uh, Ryan, as I mentioned, one of you wrote, and I'm not sure who actually wrote it, but there were some that you didn't think you would make it through on some cases, some nights. Talk to us about that experience. Yes, yeah, there were two specific nights where we were in the, in the kind of, the, call it the high mountains of, of the Drakensberg where, um, you're above 3,000 meters. We had a kind of 200-kilometer stretch to, to cover where we were basically uh, just about completely on our own. So we had to carry quite heavy, like carrying a tent and sleeping bags and stuff. But, um, yeah, that cold front had just come through, so there was a lot of snow. And, and the two, two nights we kind of camped out or kind of for a couple of hours we did try to sleep. 
it was just extremely extremely cold um it was yeah kind of below freezing outside and we were just kind of lying in the in the tent uh just like basically for the kind of three or four hours were lying there just like lying there shivering and I've never been so cold in, in all my life even I don't know, it felt like it took me a couple of days afterwards to, to warm up just like right through your core just you could feel like everything was just like ice cold and um, so yeah I think that that like for me was was quite scary and quite out of my comfort zone like just because like being to the Himalayas and stuff like that and got got pretty cold but I've never felt this this kind of cold where you just like and that just feels like you've actually you're about to get completely like you're in, in a deep freeze you're about to get get frozen so yeah like I said sure. like kind of yeah I think also being super tired sleep deprived you start to, to wonder like are we actually gonna gonna freeze to death out here Ryan, is this a case of being um, mentally unprepared or maybe even physically unprepared for the kind of weather circumstances of Lesotho at that point? I mean, you say, you know, we know that you have run in the Himalayas, and yet there, of course, with the Great Himalaya Trail, you're going to obviously be aware of adverse weather conditions, and you're going to really, really prepare, whereas here, perhaps we sometimes underestimate what our own range of mountains in the Sadic region can do to us? Yeah, I would say, like, and I think, like, both Ren and I uh, feel that the same, uh, that actually, like, the, the Lesotho mountains or the Drakensberg mountains are so um, inaccessible, uh, especially when it comes to, like, kind of rescue or something goes wrong and um, the, the Himalaya is actually like the mountains are much bigger but it's actually a lot easier to like if you have to get a helicopter in or kind of there are a lot more access points where um, mm. like the Drakensberg is very remote so I think we, we've got a very healthy respect uh, I don't think we expect it to be as cold and then like as much snow so obviously I think mm. it did, did catch us by surprise Um but yeah, I think it was mainly just the yeah, I guess the the weather the weather con- conditions. Um, maybe in, in in hindsight, we could have carried like a bit more stuff. But then there's always that that fine line between carrying too heavy and having to move too slow, and then yeah. not having enough food and stuff. So it's, it is a it is a fine balance. Um, I think looking looking back back now, um, I think we were okay. <laughs> I don't think I'd, I'd rush off and, and do it in, in a hurry again. But, uh, yeah, I think it's just having a healthy a healthy respect for, for, for those mountains. And I think that, that that's why um, even in certain sections we had um, people on on horseback um, just uh, for for support. And the main thing yeah. was just safety-wise because it's so so remote um, and also with the weather being so bad like worst case scenario if something really went bad you actually can't get a helicopter up there because the weather's too bad so like having yeah. someone on, on horseback or saying just really kind of adds that that extra bit of, of security where like yeah. a number of other big mountains around the world um, worst case you can get to like a refuge or kind of Helicopters can get you where, where kind of Drakensberg is, is just yeah, super, super remote. Is, is this going to become one of the world's great endurance trails, do you think? Um, <laughs> um, 
maybe if, if, if you had to break it up into in, in, in sections, um, I yeah. think doing it in, in one in one go, um, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be kind of stoked to see if, if other people gave it gave it a bash. But um, it did take take a lot of you know, like a lot of a lot of planning, um, and a lot of it's like off trail. So it's it's yeah, it, it takes um, quite a, quite a bit, and I think you have to like really kind of know the the Drakensberg really well. And yeah. to to be able to do that that mountain section because we basically ran the entire kind of length of the of the Drakensberg uh, mountains for the first 600 k. So I think that's the the really kind of challenging part of the of of the route. Wow, Ryan, uh, I suppose in closing, one has to think about in order to do something like this, and I'm sure you've done many many trail runs which you've done on your own but to do something like this must have required an enormous amount of trust um and you really do have to trust your running partner which uh i imagine you could not have done that on your own yes for sure i think um i think yeah kind of doing done a couple of projects with radar now and the first one being in 2014 when we did the Drakensberg Traverse. Um, and, yeah, I think uh, just we both bring quite different kind of strength to the table, but I think we, it works really well. And kind of Reno's like, navigation ability and to be able to understand the bigger bigger picture and just the, the trust we have in each other is, is um, yeah, really important. And, yeah, I think something that works really well for us and also a project like this we we had a, a really strong support crew uh, and again just just being able to trust them some of the guys like in vehicle having to try and get around and rivers that were flooded and driving driving around and guys on on horseback and stuff it, it was a like a a real team effort and yeah. I definitely like Ren and I were chatting the other day I definitely think um yeah it's kind of for us the most kind of rewarding project or adventure to to pull off wow ryan thanks so much for joining us i'm not sure i think with all the kind of romanticism that we see in advertising around trail running i'm not convinced that uh, that romanticism is well <laughs> covered with regards to what you guys did amazing amazing work thanks so Ryan Sands, he's an athlete and ultra trail runner, and together with, together with his running partner, Rena Griesel, they circumnavigated Lesotho's 1,100-kilometer 1, border. And uh, as you hear, snowing, rain, it sounds like it was very, very tough going. And in fact, they have described it as the toughest challenge they've done yet.